All right, you guys, we are finishing out this series on loving our bodies for the long term. So we've talked about, does God care about what you eat? Does God care about what you put into your bodies? We've talked about preparing ourselves for actually making healthy choices and making them for the long term. And we've talked about what it feels like to kind of get a little ways into it and then have that, oh crap feeling of what have I done? Am I going to be able to stick with this long term? Satan starts to plant doubts and he really starts to try to get you off course from, from doing what you know is best for your body, because let's face it, there is nothing that Satan hates more than someone, especially a mama, a woman who is, is following God's plan for her life. And let's face it for our bodies, you guys, the only body we get, we only get this one body in this short life. And God has prepared in advance for you to do so many incredible things on this earth and your body, not just the ability to move it and move about and have children and serve people and do all those things, but also your mind is part of that service. It's part of that stewardship. It's part of that battle that we face when it comes to actually choosing Christ daily over the world. And Satan wants to get you off track. He wants to make you doubt. He wants to cloud your brain. He wants to do all those things that prevent you. As the end of this four-part series, I really want to talk about what it looks like to actually love your body for the long term, right? So I will tell you, you know, I started my health and fitness journey teen with a program that was focused on 21 days. It was actually called, or is actually called the 21 day fix. Okay. Hey y'all. And welcome back to living on mission. I know that sometimes it's hard to find the joy in Jesus in the everyday moments, but that is exactly what we're going to do by digging into God's word, letting go of whatever is holding you back from living on mission for Christ talking about the everyday life, laughing a little and crying a little, because let's be honest, we all do a little of both. So settle in, grab a cup of coffee, and let's live on mission together. It is actually called the 21 day fix. And so like, I never had a problem with that. I still don't have a problem with that, but the name in itself kind of implies that everything is going to be fixed after 21 days. But listen, our bodies aren't a 21 day investment. Our bodies aren't going to be fixed quote air quotes fixed in 21 days, but it was a great jumping off point for me because at the time, honestly, and for quite a few years, even into my health and fitness journey, my mind operated this way. It operated on the belief and the understanding that each time I followed a diet, or a workout program that it was just going to be temporary. Do you feel me? I know that a lot of you guys do. I went into every nutrition plan, every gym membership, every workout program with the idea that I'm only going to do this for a short term. And once I've gotten my body back to the place that I want it to look like on the outside, then I'm going to go back to eating the Big Macs. I'm going to go back to sleeping in, skipping my workout and not worrying about 
if I'm getting enough veggies in. You know what I mean? I hope you understand what I'm saying because I know I'm not alone there. But as I'm sure you know by now, it does not work that way. Like it does not work that way. We have to sustain a healthy lifestyle if we want to sustain a healthy body, a healthy mindset, a healthy spirituality. And so looking back, I don't really know why, why I thought that way. I know the world kind of conditions us to think that way in some, in some instances, but I don't consider myself to be stupid. Like I understood that in order to have a healthy body, I had to live a healthy lifestyle, but maybe I just wanted it to work that way. Maybe I wanted to, to be able to enjoy, you know, those comfort foods or that drive through the drive through, um, that tradition of getting up a sugary coffee every day, picking up a sugary coffee, or, you know, just look forward to my time alone on the couch while I ate whatever I wanted to right at the end of a long day. Maybe I wanted it to work that way. I, I don't want you in any way to be fooled by how you see me showing up today. I am a health and fitness coach. I do lead women in faith and fitness and, and even in the business of faith and fitness, right? But don't be fooled. Like I cling to my strongholds. Like my strongholds are things that, that God has literally had to pry out of my hands that, that nightly glass of wine, or maybe a couple of nights a week, that glass of wine the cookie dough that I used to enjoy on the couch when everybody was in bed and I could just sit there and I could sit and savor it and watch my favorite TV show. That was a stronghold for me. Planning a date night and obsessing over like what the food was going to be like, what the French fries were going to taste like, what the dessert was, the spot that the dessert was going to hit and what the it was going to feel like as it went in my mouth. Like, I mean, I have spent so much time thinking about food that it's ridiculous, like literally wasted hours of my life thinking about food when I could have been using that time or that thought or that energy to, to do so many, many other things. Right. So what changed, like what actually changed for me? How did I go from seeing my body as a 21 day project to understanding that it was actually a lifelong investment that I choose to make that I needed to make, but I have to choose to make. And at the risk of just sounding spiritual, it was Holy Spirit conviction. You know, like when I started my health and fitness journey in 2014 with that 21 day program, again, I was not looking for a long-term commitment. I was not looking to be sitting here recording a podcast about faith and fitness and longevity in 2022, but God knew. God knew, but God, I mean, it's those two words, but God, um, I picked up the book made to crave because my sister told me I should. And I was like, okay, I've tried the diets. I've tried the things. Maybe I do need to invite Jesus into this. Right. And so I picked up made to crave. And one of the things that stuck with me from the beginning, from the beginning of reading that book, and it still sticks with me today is God straight up said, Rachel, stop circling this mountain, start, stop starting and stopping, stop committing and then recommitting. Stop looking at your body as a short-term investment and turn north. Deuteronomy 2 verse 3. If you know me, you know it's my verse. I cling to it. 
I go back to it. Uh, God reminds me of it. Stop circling this mountain and turn north. I honestly and truly got tired of starting over at the same starting point. Do you know what I mean by that? And do you feel that? Like I got tired of starting over at the same starting point, right? I got tired. It got tired. It got flat. And I knew that God had more for me. I knew that if God said that he wouldn't give up on me, then I needed to stop giving up on myself. And Philippians 1, 6 says, being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ. And so so you guys, just like our, our relationships, just like our spiritual growth, just like all the other areas of the life that we turn over to God and ask him to continue to grow us, to continue to disciple us when days, but for the rest of our life, till we pass away until he comes back, I feel like Satan is trying to attack me because my internet con- connection is unstable. Uh, but we make that commitment in these other areas of life. And he calls us to make that commitment with our physical body as well. Being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Jesus Christ. And if you have that Holy Spirit conviction to take care of your body, guess what? Satan didn't give that to you. The Holy Spirit gave you that conviction. He's beginning a good work in you by making you aware of how your poor choices, of how my poor choices were tearing my body down, how they were affecting my witness, how they were affecting my ability to wife, to mom, to teach, to lead, right? God began that work in you and in me, and he will carry that on to completion until the day Jesus Christ returns or until we face him face to face, right? And I'll never forget these words from the book Made to Crave. Made to Crave is the one that Lisa Turkish wrote, and they have stuck with me for a very long time. And this is what she said. She said, we were made for more than this. We were made for more than this failure, more than this cycle, more than being ruled by our taste buds. We were made for victory. I love that. And when we stop looking at our, our strongholds and our struggles as failure, and instead we say, how can we turn these into victories? I think that's when it shifts. That's when the mindset shifts. That's when the change really, really, truly takes place. Okay. So I'm going to give you four ways that I personally have learned to make loving my body a long-term commitment instead of a brief short-term commitment like I had for so many years. And there's going to be four ways that I focus on doing this. And I mean, it is a joy and an honor to share this with you today. And I pray that it works for you as well. The first way that I make my fitness a long-term commitment is through education. I don't think we can understand why we need to eat healthy understand why or how food affects our brains and our bodies, unless we are educating ourselves. I am always, always learning new things about food and exercise. That first workout program that I did came with a little booklet that actually told me exactly what to eat and in how many portions I still eat that way today. Then at the time, I didn't understand that it was really just a whole foods approach to, to, to eating and that that's what God intended. I didn't put the dots together then, but over time as I've educated myself and I've compared, you know, 
food and nutrition to God's word, it's pretty evident. God created our bodies and he created certain foods to go into them. And if it comes in a box or if it comes with a label or if it comes processed, then it's probably not going to be as good for our bodies as just eating whole foods, right? And now our bodies are different. Some people respond better to higher carb and lower fat, more protein. Some people really need that low carb, high fat approach. And I love to look at our bodies as just a science experiment where we figure it out as we go, right? So I'm constantly educating myself, but the basics never change. Fruits, vegetables, proteins, healthy fats, you know, good carbs, God's carbs are where it's at, but actually like changing that as you age or changing it in regards to your, your hormones and your cycle that differs for everybody. So I love to learn. I love to learn. I love to educate myself. If you want a recommendation for some of my favorite nutrition books, just hit my DMs on Instagram or use my email. And I'm happy to share those with you, but I like to learn about hormones. I like to learn about reading food labels, like what people actually put into foods and why they are disguised the way they are. Cause don't, don't be fooled. The food industry has us fooled or they think they do. And I like to learn about that and stay on top of it. Right now, I'm learning a ton about gut health. And so I'm always educating myself. And that education makes me hungrier for more. I listen to some books over and over, honestly, just to remind myself about the facts about food and how they affect my body. Education is key. Never stop learning and knowledge when it comes to food and fitness and how it affects your body. The second thing that I do whenever I am, and, and this enables me to make my wellness, a long-term commitment is I have to stay inspired. Like I have to be inspired. I motivation is not always there. Don't be fooled by those memes or those, those quotes that you see. You're not always going to be motivated. Some days you are just going to get up and work out and make the healthy choice because you've made it a habit and because you know that that's what you're supposed to do. So just like I fill my mind with education and knowledge, I have to fill my heart and my mind with inspiration. Personal development books are huge for me. Personal development books, like secular ones, like um, Atomic Habits by James Clear. I love that book. I tell all my clients to read it. Faith-based ones, Made to Crave by Lisa Turkers. I've already mentioned that full by Asherita Choo the 40 day sugar fast by Wendy speak. God used that book to rock my world this last year. And so I'm always looking for inspiration that that teaches me about consistency and discipline, but also points me to God's word. So make sure that if you, it's great. I mean, we can't forsake reading God's word and his word has so much in it about discipline, about stewardship, about love of your body, about how our choices reflect what we believe about Christ. Right. But there's also some amazing people on this earth who have written books about these very, very struggles that we have on this earth that can help keep us motivated. So I'm always educating myself. I'm always seeking inspiration. And then I always surround myself with community. Community is the third part of it. One of the reasons I became a health and fitness coach is because I loved this community of women who were fighting for their bodies. And I knew that if I was just going to continue to surround myself with people who were fighting for their health, like I was, and I was much more likely to stick with this. And so community is so important. Well, who have the same goals as you do surround yourself with people who will actually like lift you up and call you out and say, Hey, Rachel, you know, you said you were committing to this. Why do I see you doing this? Right. 
Think about all those times that you wanted to cheat on your health plan, your healthy meal plan before, like, were you more likely to spend a night out with people who encouraged you to cheat, who said, it's okay, just one bad meal won't hurt. Or, or were you likely to hold yourself accountable with people who are going to hold you to your goals, right? We surround ourselves with people who kind of match the, the, the longings that we have, if that makes sense. So if you are committing to a lifetime of loving your body, you can cheat on your meal plan. You can have a treat. Like we got to, we're human beings. We don't want to be legalistic, but if you're trying to lose a hundred pounds and you have that friend who's every weekend is like, Oh, come on. You've been so good throughout the whole week. One weekend won't matter. And all those weekends stack up and you find yourself starting over every Monday, you might need to find a new friend on the weekends. Okay. Just I'm not even going to like fudge that, but you know, if you surround your people who know who your what your goals are, you surround your people yourself with people who know your goals are important to you. They won't let you quit. And so community has been everything to me. Like I even have messenger pods of women who are fighting with me. We encourage each other. We do preach against legalism. There's no point in being legalistic, but there's a difference between legalism and discipline. Discipline looks good on you, sister. Legalism is, is striving and it is not healthy and it leads to defeat and burnout. But discipline is all throughout the word of God. The whole, the whole book of the Bible is God calling his people to be disciplined and following him. So discipline is good and surrounding yourself with people who encourage you to be disciplined and who practice discipline themselves is going to help to taking care of your body. We also share food ideas. We share recipes. We get excited about the big and the small wins together. And we lift each other up whenever somebody gets way off track, right? And so community is going to be a big part of your lifelong journey of taking care of yourself. All right. The last piece of this, the last part of how I make this commitment to my body and to my health and to my God, a long-term commitment is I remember, and that sounds so silly. I know it does that one word remember, but I remember what it felt like not to feel this good. You know, when I was just sticking to a plan for 21 days or 30 days, or sometimes, you know, I even stuck to it like a hundred days and then I quit. But I remember what it felt like not to feel good. But if you do, if you're, if you're like me and you have stuck to something for 21 days, if you've eaten clean for 30 days, if you've made that commitment for any length of time, you know what it feels like. You know how it feels to feel good. Mentally, your mind is clear. Physically, you have more strength. You sleep better. Spiritually, you have more confidence in your choices and how those are reflecting who God made you to be. So if you have even stuck to a meal plan for for a week and, and you know what it feels like to do that, you know what it feels like to feel good. All right. And so I don't care how many times you started and you stopped. I don't care how defeated you feel today. I want you to remember that if you stuck to something for three days, five days, seven days, 21 days, you can do it again and you can do it for longer and you know what it feels like to feel good. When I am tempted to give up and just go back to my old habits of, of having wine more than a few times a week or eating cookie dough on the couch late at night, or, you know, like planning my whole week around food, I go back to remember how it felt to live that way way. 
to live with high cholesterol and know that I was passing my habits on to my children to live with PMDD and, and just not really know when I was going to snap my kid's head off the next time to live with not having any confidence when it came to my relationship with my husband, to waking up with regret over my choices that I made the night before, instead of waking up to mental clarity and joy in my walk with my Lord. All right. So remembering is a huge piece of my, my journey. And honestly, I encourage you to journal, I journal, I journal every morning, a prayer journal. I have a journal um, from whenever I do make long-term commitments to giving certain things up. And it's because the act of writing it helps me retain those feelings and those thoughts, but it's also something that I can go back on and I can read and I can remember how it felt to be desperate and ready to make a change. And I don't want to keep starting over. And so that motivates me to stick with this long-term. And so your body is beautiful. Your body is good. I think there's a book haven't read it. Jess Connolly, I think it's who it is. She wrote a book that said, maybe your body is already good. I've never read it. Sorry, but I know it's out there. And that just sticks with me. Your body is already good. And whether you're a hundred pounds overweight or whether you're 20 pounds underweight or whether you're at the perfect weight, but you just want to feel stronger and healthier, your body is good today. It's good today. In the eyes of God, you are precious and you are created in his image. The act of taking care of our bodies is just a response to that. It's a response to the fact that our bodies are already good and precious in his sight. Eating healthy is not going to make him love you more. You know, exercising is not going to make him love you more. It's a response. It's an act of worship to, to what we already know about ourselves. And that is that we are precious in his sight and created in the image of God. And again, he who began a good work in you, he's going to carry that out to completion until the return of Jesus Christ. So I pray this encourages you today. I pray that this series has, has motivated you. It's lit your fire to, to love your body and start to steward it well, discipline and, and just the behaviors that actually promote a healthier life from the inside out. And if you ever need help, like that is what I do. That is what I do every single day. My job as a health and fitness coach is not to, to make you have the perfect body is to help you connect God's word to, to the choices that you're making every single day. My challenge group is called the full life project based on John 10, 10, that says Satan comes to steal, kill and destroy, but Jesus came to give life and abundant life. And this is part of that abundant life, honoring God with my body, giving my choices and my strongholds over to him and asking for his strength every single day to make better choices is part of that abundant life. And if that is ever something that you need to be a part of, my door is open. You can always communicate with me. You can reach out to me on Instagram at Rachel J. Mitchell. That's where you can find my health and fitness business. And my support and my tips and my accountability. And so don't hesitate to reach out, but regardless of whether you join me or not, I pray that your body is something that you grow to love because Christ loved it first, because Christ died for you. He died for your eternal soul, but he gave you a body to live in while you're here on this earth. And we are just going to commit to stewarding that. Well, it's not going to look perfect. It's not going to be perfect. It's going to be messy some days, but our goal is less messy days and more confident days. And that is what I pray for you and for myself and for the people that we get to impact every single day. So, 
I hope you've enjoyed this series. I would love your feedback. Please go to the podcast. Please leave me a review. That helps me so much. It encourages me so much to hear how, how my story and what God is leading me to share actually impacts you. And so that's the end of this series, but don't, don't worry. I will be back with more health and fitness tips based on the word of God in the future. In the meantime, follow me at Rachel J. Mitchell on Instagram. You can go to my blog. It's www.racheljmitchell.com and, and find more things like recipes and inspiration and all kinds of things. In the meantime, keep living well, sister.